Good evening, it's episode 53 of Under the Dome Radio Reaction Cast to Redo. It was a doozy. Everybody, hold on tight, because here we go. Thank you so very much for joining us again for another episode of Under the Dome Radio, the unofficial podcast by and for fans of CBS TV's Under the Dome. Me, I'm at Wayne Henderson, your voice acting, podcasting, Green Bay Packers fan. And I am at Troy Heinrich, sitting here in a cocoon that just opened up, and now I have all these feelings that I don't know what to do with as we discuss Redo this evening. It's our reaction cast. Hey, everybody, how are the Chester Millions doing this evening? I don't hear them just yet, but myself, I'm doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good to see you there again, Sir Wayne. How are you after this episode? Um. I need a dose of oxytocin for my uh, mood regulator. Is that what they said that that uh, medicine does? It absolutely does that. And I was worried for a minute there because I thought they were going to talk about oxycodone, which would have been another nod to lost, but they changed it up on us at the last minute. Yes, just close enough without going over. Oh my goodness, this episode. Um, all I can say is I'm back on the big Jim Rennie train. I think he really is doing what's best. For Chester's Mill and everybody else is out of their loving minds. But he was a little bit off kilter with Junior, I think, still. There was something about him that basically said that Big Jim is still the not father of the year. And I think that we need to take it from another perspective to find out what is really his motivation with his son. I think that's one of the storylines for this season that I'm really the most interested in is to seeing if they can reconcile because... I thought Alexander Cook's performance tonight was spot on, fantastic. This is the junior from the book that we've all been waiting to see. What's funny, though, is in season one, he was borderline crazy, and he was over the line crazy a few times. Then in season two, he mysteriously was a normal guy who never changed his police uniform. And now I think the writers and producers have heard the listeners and the viewers of Under the Dome say that they want crazy junior back. So miraculously he's now gone crazy again. Well, and we don't know how far off the deep end he is, right? I think <laughs> really, I mean, he's just, he's just doing what you're supposed to do, right? We are what we do. It was said twice by Christine. And therefore, if it's said twice, it must be important. Oh my goodness. That's true. But I, I hate that character. You don't Not like the character of junior. Oh, okay. You don't like Christine's character. Eck, no. <laughs> Bring back the science teacher, please. Really? Oh, wow. There's going to be a Team Troy, Team Wayne battle here, ladies and gentlemen, even on the reaction cast, because uh, I, I can't believe you don't like her. I think I think well, she's probably one of the better new introductions of new characters that have popped out next to Chumley, Lyle, last season, because, I mean, when, uh, who was it? Maxine. I, I, I forgot her name. That's why I couldn't remember it, because I didn't want to remember it. But uh, I think Christine is way better than Maxine's introduction. I don't know. Let's bring back Maxine and let's talk about the fight club. Uh, No, let's not. (laughs) Wow. I I am just so thankful that this episode had Big Jim Rennie and the dog in it. The dog, I think, is very interesting. I want to see where this dog plays out because I'm trying to still figure out if the dog is real, if the dog is a ghost if the dog is an implanted alien, because apparently 
when we go out to Nebraska, we can communicate with wolves in order to get what we want. Why not? Everything else is possible at this point. But I thought that that dog was just going to be a fixture last week in the in the doubleheader. And that now that the cocoon business is kind of over with for now, that it would go back to normal. But this dog is still kind of haunting Big Jim Rennie. And so you're right. It definitely means something. It's just a matter of what and when we'll find out. Now, the one interesting thing, though, is that we do know that at least Ava can hear the dog because the dog barked and she stood up and turned around. So at least for Ava, the dog is real. So that must make the dog real for everybody. Am I not correct in that assumption? I think you're spot on there. I didn't catch her necessarily saying that line, but with that in mind, then it's definitely the case. So we have this camera is going to be the focus of the episode. (laughs) That's got this really tripped out video on it. They find the egg buried in the ground and then the egg goes bazonkers, obviously, because someone touched it. But then her arm starts to like disintegrate. And I think that has something to do with like the caterpillar and how the caterpillar does actually turn gelatinous in the cocoon before it actually becomes a butterfly. It literally melts into nothing. Now, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? This is science, man. Rebecca Bine taught me last year. Science. Bring bring back Rebecca Pine. (laughs) But the question I guess I have is when she started to dematerialize, if that's a better term for you there, Sir Wayne. Okay. I'll uh, take it. Is that when the dome came down? Like, hey, egg activated, dome, save me. Egg calling, egg calling, dome inbound. Troy, I think that makes as much sense as anything else. That it question, does appear but, by the visuals that were happening that they are so similar that maybe that is what's all behind it. But ah. Uh, it, it, we're grasping for straws at this point. Okay, so then the the egg, the egg, did it create its own mini force field? Is that how the mini dome came to be? Okay. I mean, these are questions now that we have to start asking ourselves. I mean, even in season one, we're like, this stuff, that, it seems like season two and season three are closer intertwined story-wise yes. than season one was. But I think we're going to see that season one pieces are going to come back into play as this progresses throughout the year. I agree. They, they are very similar so far. It's hard to tell where they're going to go with the remaining episodes because right now I don't think we could have predicted anything that we've seen so far in season three. Um, it's interesting that there's more and more people in Chester's mill all the time and the Chester's mill millions, if you want to call them that they are kind of turning on big Jim And then Babs rudely interrupts his speech. And then some people of Chester's Mill are even turning on Babs. I know. And what a way to start this season or this episode off because you have Barbie going right back at it. It's like, dude, it's been a year. Can't you forgive Big Jim? Can you just let it go after all that time? Nope. There he is pushing him out in the hallway and trying to punch him in the face. They, they, They let's just say they don't get along, but they got along so well in season two. They were like friends for like the first half of it. uh, I can't make sense of that. (laughs) How about our uh, Scooby gang? Now, Hunter, I guess, will probably end up becoming the fourth hand. What do you you like of Hunter Nori kind of rocking out in Andrea Grinnell's house as she's got a bullet wound to the head bleeding out on the porch like garbage? I, I am so absolutely sick 
of Computer Guy. His name's Hunter, I guess. Yes. As well as Nori. Those two have now been officially added to my most hated characters list alongside Barbie and Julia. That, I mean, one, they're beyond annoying. And then the fact that they go into Andrea Grinnell's house, one of our favorite characters from the past, put her corpse out on the porch while they play. You know, and there's all these random lines thrown out. Oh, look, a New York punk mixtape. Oh, look, um, before Katniss, I was... And they're throwing these out, these lines, just to be hip or cool. They don't mean anything. They don't really go anywhere. And Joe, of all the people, is the one that kind of breaks in and seems to have makes the most sense right now. Joe is the voice of the fan and Joe hopefully will eh, maybe shoot this computer techie guy and get him back out of the picture. Cause ever since he's arrived, things have gone downhill. Well, I thought Ava was actually the voice of the audience this episode because she was sitting there talking to Christine in the motel room. And she's like, yesterday I was in a cocoon and now I'm trapped under a dome. I don't get it. I was like, ditto. <laughs> best part of this episode and we always want to know everybody's favorite parts of the episode so give us a call plus one nine oh four four six nine seven four six nine but for me it was big jim and when he said i'm getting out of here and he's climbing in his boat and finally someone's going to test the waters so to speak and the dog of course is going with him to bird island because you even mentioned an episode or two ago troy why don't more people venture out onto the lake and go and see if some other stuff is going on? I believe we even talked about this with the other Under the Dome podcasters on the Roundtable episode. It's almost like since season one, they forgot they had this giant methane-filled lake, but now we're venturing out again. So that makes it my favorite part of this episode. Well, I was just glad that the boat was still there because remember, if Julia would have used the boat at the start of season two to save Melanie, then Big Jim wouldn't have had a boat to use in this episode. It's all pre-planned. Absolutely. There are things happening here. And the Dome will not let Junior kill himself, much like how the island on another television show wouldn't let some people kill themselves. Oh, man. I'm glad you caught that because that was on my list for our full episode, which will be coming out later this weekend. Absolutely. There's many, many, many things to talk about, Troy. Well, the one thing that I thought was very clear was the superpowers of alien Melanie or not alien Melanie or rebirthed Melanie, whatever you want to call her. And I was like, Hey, I know another super girl that's coming to CBS later this fall. Wink, wink. Could be cousins much like Superman or no, but of course we can't let slide in the reaction cast. The last sequence as everybody is standing there kind of looking up at a person that they should be worshiping on another finale sequence kind of show that we did called Resurrection over at ResurrectionRevealed.com over on the Noodle Mix Network. Great show. It was a great show. But it was that same kind of scene where they're all kind of like, oh, we worship whatever it is. And at first you think they're worshiping Christine. And then you look up to the dun-dun-dun, the falling skies, a Shvini power core being constructed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> The Amblin Entertainment uh, crossover may still be in play, Troy. Uh, if it comes to be, we're, we called it here first. Absolutely. Between you and I and Hank Davis and Uncle Alex on the Falling Skies fan podcast, because this week's season premiere of Falling Skies had a lot of Under the Dome things in it that I had to call out on their podcast. So I don't think that's far-fetched at all. 
Well, and it was actually interesting because being an Amblin production, the director tonight was actually one of the directors of the season opener of Falling Skies. So clearly there's a little bit of influence going on there. Either that or maybe somebody shuffled the scripts together and they didn't get put back in the right piles. Oh my goodness, where's page 19? Page 19 <laughs> is missing. It, I, it always goes back to 19. I, I did have a question though. Why aren't more people upset that Crazy Junior is now an arsonist? I mean, Big Jim, of course, he doesn't want his house burned down. Plus, he's got other issues with his son. But Julia barely bats an eye. Well, you know, he's just kind of, you know, I'm like, he's an arsonist. We're trapped under a dome. All of this smoke is going up. It's, you know, when Phil Bushy had that uh, fire incident, there was all sorts of heck to pay, no matter who actually caused it. But in this one, it's like, Uh, He's just acting out now that we have a psycho babble therapist character on the show, just telling him you need to keep moving on whatever you need to do, move on, burn down the town, whatever. Yeah. And if we go back to, you know, season one, episode two, it was like the whole town was like, save Sheriff Duke's house. It's on fire. Water brigade, everybody. And now they're just like, uh, I'm just too tired. (laughs) Kind of mopey from the feelings that I don't have anymore. Oh, I mean, mean, that's that's a lot of smoke. Big Jim's house is a big house compared to Sheriff Dukes. He was living large. And so basically, some of the listeners that we heard on our full discussion, episode 52, seem to be correct, much to my chagrin, that uh, apparently they do remember their feelings and the things that went on during this cocoon, dream state, whatever. And they brought it up again about the fact that what if Ava is pregnant from her dream state relationship with, with Barbie behind the clear shower curtains, which I'm sure they have at all the military installations. So like Hank Davis said, of course she's going to be pregnant. I love again, the fact that Ava was being the voice of the audience. You think that I'm actually pregnant? (laughs) Classic. It's like we wrote this stuff before they even shot it. Yeah, I'm going to have to use common core mathematics to try to calculate my rating that we're going to talk about later this week in our full discussion episode. Let me just tell you that. Yeah, so we want to hear all your theories, all your yes. thoughts about Redo. You can give us a call at plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine. Dome operators are standing by. And of course, you can use our send feedback button, which is there on the right hand side of the website. Record it right from your smartphone even. Tons of ways to get your feedback in. You want to get it in by 8 p.m. Eastern on Friday, the day after the Dome airs. That is tomorrow if you're watching the Reaction Cast live this evening. So tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, get the feedback in. We had some great stuff last week. Don't forget to get those clamors created. Hashtag UTDRFan. We had some really great ones last week that were created. We'll share those on our full episode on the weekend. And of course, it is just going to be crazy when we talk about all the things that tie in even christine's name we will talk about on the full episode tying into one stephen king if you know that answer we definitely want to hear from you because you are a true stephen king fan if you know how it ties up yes i'm looking forward to talking about it on the full discussion episode because there's so much more we can share but these are just our quick reaction cast thoughts we just finished watching the episode what like two and a half three minutes before we went on the air and it we want to hear from you because without your thoughts and theories the full discussion episode will not be complete so we definitely want to hear from you whether you pronounce it redo or redux i've heard both so we'll we'll accept anything 
So again, plus one, 904-469-7469. Dome operators standing by. Looking forward to chatting with all of you as we talk later this week. Anything else you want to close out with, Wayne? Nope, that about sums it up. I just want to hear what everybody else is thinking because I'm going to need to watch the episode a second time before I know what I'm thinking. Absolutely. Well, from all of us here in Chester's Mill, I am at Troy Heinrichs. And I'm at Wayne Henderson. And we always remind you that you can be here with us staying trapped under the dome. Under the Dome Radio. Under the Dome Radio is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Get organized in your personal and professional life, laugh with our clean comedy, theorize over great television shows, and so much more, all waiting for you at noodle.mx.